first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. I'm like random and awkward, so this is perfect. Oh, and we're going to fucking crush this then. Okay, folks, welcome to another episode of the podcast that I have not named yet. I don't even, I don't know that it needs a name, really. It's self-explanatory. Welcome to Kelly Talks to People That She Likes in a rambling and incoherent fashion. <laughs> this time, we are joined by Jim Icavone. Oh my God, on the first try. Impressive. Yes. From High and Wide Radio. Um You've probably seen him on Twitter. He's pretty active on Flyers Twitter. Um, and speaking of, the first thing that I want to talk to you about, because you guys at High and Wide Radio have been doing a very fun, good hockey names poll. Oh, yeah. Trying to see what's what's going on there. And I was just, I was thinking about it. Like, I started to think about good hockey names that have been on the Flyers. And then I started thinking about, like, what makes a good hockey name? And there's really not one set of criteria. It's just a name that sounds cool when you say it. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's, like, it's not like, oh, it has to be a name that starts with a weird letter or like, cause like Jeff Bookaboom, like, that's a <laughs> good hockey name. Like, there's it's like a name really... that you're not going to see in any other sport. That's why I was, that's yeah. True. And the name yeah. that really popped out for me, like, I don't even know why. Like, I think I was writing an article or something and the name Bates Pataglia, like, popped into my mind and I'm like, that's a good fucking hockey name right there. Right. Like you're not gonna see that name in any other sport. And then like the way he played, it was he was a Bates, you know. Whatever a Bates is, he's a, he's a Bates. <laughs> so, so I'm like, you know what? That would be fun. And you don't really have to have uh, watched these players in the past to to vote, you know? Because some of these other polls, it's like I've never really watched this guy, so I feel dumb picking him over, like say a Claude Giroux, you right. know, for for whatever. So I'm like, you know what? This will be fun. Something that you don't have to have uh, watched a player play. You could just decide if their name's cool or not. And it's been fun. It is fun. What's your favorite hockey name? Oh, man. So, like, right now, hang on. Let me look up my sheet. Like, Bates Pataglia pops up for some reason. It's a good name. Um, yeah, and I like the names that have, like, the two, the same two first letters. Zarly uh, Zalapsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Ron Tugnut always makes me laugh. That's a good one. He's on Radic, my list for sure. Yeah. Radic Bonk always gets me. That's uh, a good one. Roman like, Hammerlick. Go ahead. That's a good one. I like Aki Berg. Yeah, yeah. He's on here for sure. Yanni yeah, Nima got... is a good hockey name. <laughs> They're all on the same list. It feels like you're reading my list off. <laughs> yep. That's the top five guys all on the right side. That's funny. Yeah. Oscar uh, Borkulis. I didn't put him in here, but yeah. I don't know too many Oscars. Mm-hmm. I know Oscar, but not somehow Oscar. we've ended up with, yeah, two. Oh, he's Oscars. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what makes it weird. Yeah, and there's some weird ones. I went back and and looked some guys up, like uh, Fred Saskamoose. I, I never even heard of that guy. And like, uh, no, that's fine. Crazy last name. I, I it, what the cool thing is, a lot of people were um, commenting with their own names, and mm. a guy that I would have forgotten about is the uh, the Sabers goalie. I think he's in the minor leagues right now. 
Luka Pekka Lukanen. Like, oh, that's good. The Finnish names a, are always good. Uh, that's a whole first name, Luka Pekka or whatever the hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, there's some good ones. Yeah. So I got to, you know, it makes me laugh as I look these guys up. Something fun, you know? Yeah. Something it's... that you don't have to take too serious to vote. Yeah. And we need fun at yeah. the moment since everything is bad and the world is ending, evidently. Um, yeah. So I'll ask you the the question that I've been asking everybody because I actually genuinely like hearing these stories. How did you get to be a hockey fan and why are you still so into it that you are recording podcasts and writing articles and doing tweets? Like what is it about hockey? See that the last part of that, it's the interesting part. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, well, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that part last. I guess I'll go in order. So when I was younger, uh, we were like a sports family, I guess me and my dad, and my brother, we'd always watch the flyers and, out of all the sports, I guess the Flyers were, they were good when, when we were younger, you know, I'm 30, I'll be 33 in June. So I grew up watching Lindros, LeClaire, Renberg, uh, that era, the Legion of Doom and whatnot. And they were always good, always in the playoffs. So whenever you watch them, for the most part, it was positive, you know, and I guess it was all kind of like a bonding type thing where we were all yelling at the TV and, uh, until the playoffs, I mean, everything was great. Um, how did I get into podcasting and whatnot? So this is like a kind of a little bit more weird. So a couple of years ago, I found out I had Crohn's disease and, you know, I was kind of just sitting in my house. Uh, I never had any hobbies and whatnot besides going to the gym. Uh, so I spent like a lot of time like thinking and whatnot and going to weird places in my mind. So I'm like, damn, I got to develop, I got to like start creating some hobbies here. Like, let me try to do something. And I, I got on Twitter, uh, uh, I talked to my buddy Jack and we started up a, a podcast and, you know, at first it was like, you know, we were terrible and we probably still are, but, you know, at first it's like, you know, we're, we're recording on YouTube where we're getting like 10 plays and it's all by people we know, you know, and, and it's funny, <laughs> but it's, it's something to do. It's like keeping, it's keeping us busy. And as we keep doing it, uh, it, it just started to turn into something. I started to learn about some technology a little bit and I'm terrible with technology. So like every time I have to you know, uh, do something technological. I get so frustrated and angry. I'm like, why, why does this not work? Like this is just supposed to work. I'm clicking this button and it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) But fortunately I found some stuff that, that made it easy for me. And yeah, that's kind of how that evolved in, into what it is now. It was just out of boredom and thinking and trying to get myself out of those spots. And and it's funny because it, you know, it's fun now. It's created a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, it is. It is fun. It's a lot of work, but it is also a lot of fun. Yeah. And and that's the cool thing, because I never really did something that I enjoyed and not. I mean, I guess it's like I don't really know if it's sometimes it's like work, like when I have to go Mm -hmm. back and look stuff up. But at the same time, it's like, wow, I'm, I'm like learning stuff that I learning about stuff that I like that I didn't know before. Yeah. You know, and you get to hang out with your friends for like an hour. And that's the, week and talk about hockey and it's you know it's yeah good. and that's the coolest part because now i'm meeting cool people like like i'm talking to you like how cool is this you know what i mean like a couple of years ago you know i'd just be sitting on my couch hating my life now i'm <laughs> doing a podcast with kelly you know what i mean like yeah when i think about that all the connections and people and cool people that i've uh, interacted with because of this it's it's pretty fucking cool yeah it is good i don't think a lot of people realize how much work it is though like a lot of people are just like, I'm going to do a podcast. And it's like, all right, go yeah. on. Yeah. Go on and do it. Let's see how good yeah. it is. 
And here's what I found out too. Like if you can't come on and just talk about your opinion, like if, if you're not coming with some kind of facts to back up your opinion or, mm-hmm. you know, your opinion's completely wrong. Like you can have your opinion amongst your friends because, you know, maybe they all know the same level of, of, of you know, flyers, hockey or hockey in general as you do. But when you're talking hockey with people who know hockey, they're going to call you out on your shit, yeah. you know? Which yeah. is good, which is, I mean, it's good, but some of these guys are like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And if, if you if you do a podcast, you really need to know your shit. It helps. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you'll lose, you'll lose viewers real quick, you know? Yeah. You lose a lot don't... of credit. Yeah. Well, I also um, don't ever read our iTunes comments because then I Oh just, my God. I don't I know mean, if you that... ever read yours, but don't don't read them well i mean we only have a couple i mean compared to you guys everybody listens to you guys right uh you got how long have you guys been around for by the way uh maybe five or six years i want to say yeah and everybody listens to you guys so like you get you get the uh the genuine like people who want to comment and enjoy listening to your show and then you get the guys where like you know everyone needs to feel important by leaving their their jerk off yeah. comment you know yeah and like, if if they were to take a second and just think, maybe they wouldn't. But you know, they're just contr- whatever. I don't want to get into that. People are jerks, right. and they and they That's take pleasure weird. out of being jerks. Yeah, it's a really weird. It's really weird. I don't know. I'm like, I'm. Every time I say this out loud, it feels like I'm like up my own ass. But like, I think of myself as like a gen genuinely nice person. Yeah. And like, I don't like doing it another way for me is unnatural. I'm just like because I don't. Why, why wouldn't you just be nice to people? Like, it's very easy to do, especially, like, strangers that you don't know. They've never done anything to you. Like, just exactly. be nice to them. Like, if yeah. they give you a reason to not be nice, all right, then you adjust. But for the most part, like, my default position is nice. So it, it would never occur to me, like, if I listened to a show, like, if I listened to your guys' show for the first time, I was like, this podcast fucking sucks. Like, it would not <laughs> occur to me to go to iTunes, log into my account, and tell you that you sucked via so comment all, like so just, everybody else can see yeah it's it's so weird i don't know people are so, yeah, stupid. so my thing is like if if i suck and you think i suck i want to know but like maybe shoot me a dm like because <laughs> yeah, i'm so trying to, i'm trying to grow and people you know what it is people that do that they've never this is my opinion They've never done anything themselves, so they don't know what it's like to to try to work and build something and have people shit all over it, you know? Yeah. Because they're they're too scared to try it to do the to do it themselves. Um. So it just it's easy for them to shit all over somebody else's thing. And for me, I I know what it's like to build stuff or or you know work towards something, and and have people shit all over it. So if I have a problem with the way somebody's doing something, I'll shoot them a DM. Like, hey, and I won't be negative about it. I'll be like, hey, uh, you know, you guys are good. This is what you need to work on, blah, blah, blah. And I'm only telling, not that I'm some kind of an expert, but it's just my opinion. They can either choose to use it or, you know, tell me to go fuck off. And it won't hurt my feelings (laughs) either way. But don't leave a goddamn negative iTunes comment for potential other listeners to see. It's a jerk move. So how are you handling social distancing? How's it going for you so far? You know, what's funny. Like, this is my regular life. 
Yeah. Like <laughs> I try to try to distance myself from as many people as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it mean, is kind of funny. Like I feel like all of the people that I interact with regularly on Twitter, like the reason that we're interacting on Twitter is because we're all weirdo introverts. So it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the only times I leave my house is when I go to work, uh, when I go to the gym. Um, you know, maybe I'll do something on the weekends or whatever, but for the most part, this is my life. The only part that does suck is around here, everything's closing at eight. And last night I wanted a pizza at like eight 30 and I'm like, God oh, no. damn it. You know, so that's <laughs> the, and I had to like, I looked in my fridge and my cabinets like five times to see if anything different would show up in there and everything was just the same. Um, yeah. So other than, other than that, like I've really been enjoying, uh, the time just hanging out um i just i got into writing a couple weeks ago so that was kind of like perfect timing um yeah something i've always wanted to do like but i never thought i would have the opportunity to do it uh i've been playing a lot of xbox which i don't think that's necessarily a good thing because i I suck at xbox man (laughs) like i'm the guy everybody can't wait to play and like madden and you know like it's just so so bad i don't think it's bad though i sometimes people talk about playing video games in like a negative context i don't think it's bad it's just no and it's funny because when i'm younger like i would get so angry like if i lose like 35 to 3 i'm like and if (laughs) everyone's out there like oh my god he really does suck um you know i played and go ahead what'd you play i I was gonna say i played precisely one game on the xbox and it was nhl i want to say 14 or 15 okay i had like a group of like four or five friends and we would play together and I was so, like, so bad, just comically bad. Like, I would play defense like Andrew McDonald. Like, my move was to lay down on the ice and, like, wait my legs around to see if I could just stop people. But it was, like, and I just never got better. I'm just not good at video games. Like, anything that's above, like, Super Mario Brothers, yeah. as far as complication goes, like, I just... And that's the fun stuff. The Super Mario Brothers was fun. Like, now it's, like, you know, you have to play against somebody all the time, and everybody's everyone's better than me. Yeah, and they all have, like, a complicated story. Yeah, these guys are, like, using, like, all these secret strategies and stuff, and I'm like, no idea what you're doing, but this is not going to be good for me. And then I'm like, I question why I'm playing. Like, I'm playing this to to better my mood, and I'm in a worse mood because I just suck. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, doing the Xbox thing, not that fun. I don't know if anybody else is going to care about this, but I'm genuinely interested because it's making me crazy. How are you handling the lack of like gym access oh i i create i made a gym in my garage believe it or Did not you I had really? a, yeah i have a, a bunch of weights and i had a, a bench that i bought like five years ago and never took out of the box just sitting in my garage so um last week my my brother and my dad came over helped me clean out my garage and power wash the floor and everything and i set up the uh i set up the one side of my garage as a gym nice. so I, i've been working out in there yeah and then I did my back yesterday and like last night I'm reading about all this, these coronavirus stories and there's like back pain involved and shit. And like, oh no. <laughs> I took my dog for a walk. So like, and I guess I have allergies this year. So I'm like laying in bed and like my nose is running and like my throat is starting to hurt. I'm like, fuck my back hurts. I'm like, no, no, no. It's allergies. You should just worked out. You're fine. This morning I woke up and I'm good. It's probably Corona, but yeah, that's what I'm doing with the gym. What about you? <laughs> I have, um, so I am like a, uh, I'm the kind of person that has to go someplace to work out. Like if I try to do it at home, I'm just like, I'm lazy at my core. So if I'm at home, I probably won't do anything. But 
since I have nowhere to go, I've been running, which is torture. I hate, I hate it. I hate running so much. And it hurts my knees because I'm an old person. And it's just very unpleasant. Like today I did three and a half miles. Wow. And I got home and like I walked down the steps and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess my knees aren't going to work anymore today, but whatever. And then I've been doing like um, just like classes online and stuff like that. But That's cool. it's just like, uh, bar, classes? bar classes mostly. Oh, nice. I used to do, when I lived in, when I was living in, in Delaware, I did bar regularly. Like that was my Those are tough, aren't they? Place. Yeah, they're, they're harder than people think. It's funny, like it's it's definitely like a a woman thing. Like there's never any guys that goes to these classes unless someone drags their boyfriend or husband, and then it's always hilarious because generally they're like guys that are obviously in shape, but then they try to do this particular workout and they just can't do it, and it's kind of funny because I'm sure that they go into it thinking that it's going to be easy, but it's what pretty hard. It? Like it's it's good strength training. I was going to say what do, what do they usually consist of? I had a trainer at the uh, one of the gyms I used to go to. She used to try to she used to do a, a bar class and she used to try to get me to do it and I'm like I'm not fucking doing that. It looks too tough for me. It's mostly like just body weight strength training. Oh. Is this like an easy way to describe it? Like you do a lot of stuff that's sort of like ballet adjacent, which is probably why a lot of guys don't like it very much. Mm -hmm. Um but it's like super hard to stand on your tippy toes yeah. and like use your body weight to like pulse your thighs down. It gets like it's it's harder than people think it is. But I really like it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it sounds like a good workout. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of people today, like nobody went out and bought a bunch of weights or whatever, right. you know, and I'm not a big runner. So I was uh, I was kind of lucky I had some weights sitting around and uh, yeah, I looked up some workouts on YouTube because they're all. They're all uh, lesser, like they're like 25 and 30 pound dumbbells, mm -hmm. you know, and I would like them to be a little bit more. So I'm, I'm trying to work with what I got. Yeah, it's all you can do, really. Yeah. I was the only reason I'm running. Well, I was training for Broad Street um, again for some reason. I did it last year and, and then I like almost died uh, afterwards. Why do you why do you do that? Why do you do the so, Broad Street run? So last year, I have a couple of friends that live in Arizona. I call them my adventure friends. Um, and I love them dearly. And they do it every year when they can. So they were like, you should do it this year. And I was like, uh, no, absolutely not. And then they, like, I'm unfortunately a very competitive person. And if people keep <laughs> trying to make me do something that I don't think I can do, I just get pissed off. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm going to do it then. And that's kind of <laughs> what happened. So last year, that's how I got into it. And then this year, I signed up to do it only because I wanted to see how I could do when I did not have blood clots actively oh, trying to kill me. Yeah, last summer I had like a whole blood clot thing. Like Jesus. I probably could have, like I could have dropped dead at any time, but it's. How did, you, how did you find out you had that? So it's, well. So, so you're younger. Like, like I feel like that's like an older person type thing yeah yeah it's not supposed to happen to people my age so it was essentially what happened is like at some point a blood clot formed in my calf on my left leg Shit. and when I was training for broad street like I had not run ever prior to that so I was running and I was having all these problems with my left leg and I just thought it was because running fucking sucks like my knee hurt really bad my leg would swell up from time to time and I kept going to doctors like I went to a knee doctor I went to my regular doctor when my legs swelled up, all this stuff. No one ever clued in 
to maybe it's a blood clot. Long story short, eventually I started to have a lot of trouble breathing. Um, like I would get wind, I would work out and I would get winded super fast, faster than usual. And I was like, this is annoying. And I, it was just, and so I treated it like a personal failure. And I was like, you fucking loser. Why are you getting so winded all the time? And then it would get to the point where I would like walk up three flights of stairs and I would be winded. And then it was one flight of stairs and I was winded. And then it got to the point where I like couldn't walk across a room without feeling like I had just run 10 miles. And so I, I, I eventually got to the point where I was scared. So wow. I went to the emergency room and they figured out pretty quickly that I had um, pulmonary embolisms in both my lungs. And I had to like go into emergency surgery and they like sucked them out through my leg, which Jesus. is wild. Yeah, Holy I was pretty shit. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. Those those guys at the ER, I mean, those doctors are pretty fucking smart, man. And I don't yeah, think it's crazy how fast they figured it out. Yeah, not to like get off topic, but like if if you're healthy and you've never had anything to like be rushed to the ER for, like you may not appreciate doctors the way like some other people do, but like every time I go, I'm just amazed that they can just, yeah, this is what you got going on. I'm like, how did you know that? Right. I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. And it's like, I saw so many of them who didn't figure it out. And it's because like you said, like I'm relatively young. I didn't have anything happening to me. I never had a history of anything like this. So it's just like, I'm imagining it's very difficult to sit in front of a stranger and have them describe what's happening to them and for yeah. you to just be like, oh, yes, it's this. <laughs> Somehow, the, I mean, ER doctors are probably just like trained in a different way. Yeah. But they figured it out really quickly. And it's a good thing that they did because apparently it was like way more serious than I thought that it was. That's, that's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah that, would, so- that would freak me out, too. Listen to your bodies, ladies and gentlemen. Do not ignore things for as long as I did. Like, I actually thought it was my heart because, like, I would, my heart would be beating so fast, but it's just because it couldn't get any blood to my lungs. Good times. Interesting. Yeah. So that happened last year. So I ran Broad Street with blood clots in my body and probably could have dropped dead during it. And knowing that now, I I was like, well, I'm going to do it again not dying <laughs> With no, without clocks this time yeah so that's why i signed up for it this year but now it's it got pushed to october because of all this nonsense so i got yeah, a lot of time now october's a good month to run though yeah not hot which is nice like a, yeah, it's a, like a, a pretty weather month yeah because in may it's kind of a gamble it yeah. can be really nice or horrible last year it was raining like torrentially the entire time it was very i was miserable. gonna say it's, it sucks if it rains it rains a lot in the in may i feel like anymore yeah but october is a, a good month you know it starts to cool down nice crisp air that'll be fun yeah i think so i yeah. did uh i did a bike ride in july a couple years back from the irish pub in philly all the way down to atlantic city oh, wow and I, I think i think it rained for a good portion of that and then, like, halfway down, like, the sun came out and you were just dying because it was, like, so humid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the rain sucked and all that. So, like, yeah. October's a good month. That's cool. I think so. And it'll be, uh, I guess, when hockey starts again? Maybe? Yeah, how about that? I, I just saw something where they're asking arenas to keep their schedules open until August or something. August. You see I that? don't know how. How? Because then you're just not going to have an off season. Like, I don't know how next season would be normal if you. Yeah. I think that would bother me a little bit. I don't like maybe 
I would rather, this is just me, I think. I would rather next season not be affected. Yeah. You know, like if, if they don't play hockey until, if they don't play any hockey in May, I would say, you know, just cancel the season. Because if, if they're going to be playing hockey in June, July, and maybe August, that's too much. And and I don't need, like, let's say, JVR or Giroux getting hurt in August and then missing right. you know, parts of next season. You know, because I think this team, uh, I was I was actually having a, a talk with some of my guys today in a, a, a group text. Somebody brought up August. I'm like, dude, I don't even want them playing in August because, God forbid, someone gets hurt. Now next season's fucked. And, you know, there was some, kind of some pessimism like, yeah, but this was their year. I want to see them lift the cup. I'm like, what makes you think that, you know, they're going to be a one and done team? Like Elaine Vigneault is the coach. This team is legit. They're going to win it. They're going to win the cup under AV. I, I believe that. If it's I, not this year, it's I, coming. Sorry. I mean, I, I'm bummed out because I was very optimistic about these playoffs heading into it. But now I don't I don't even know if I would want them to win now because now I feel like if they won this year, it's like with an asterisk. Yeah. Like it's not a real – like because it's not going to be – whatever they do, it's not going to be real playoffs. It's true. It's going to be some kind of weird mashup. And I was talking about this the other day too. Like, like you said, you have – the playoffs and people get hurt every year all the time and hurt pretty badly. And then you have the whole summer for them to get better so that next season we're good again. Yeah. And yeah, if Claude Giroux, you know, breaks his foot or Sean Couturier, you know, tears his ACL or something and does not have three months to get better from that, then next season's completely fucked. You can't come back from that. And that's not yeah. good. Yeah. And, and it's not like this time right now is, off-season time it's social distancing time or whatever like they're not doing their usual off-season i'm assuming because i don't know but i would imagine you know in the off-season they go to all kinds of training yeah and things like that and whatnot in the gyms and all you know right now i'm imagining all these guys hanging out playing xbox maybe doing a home workout you know going for a run um it's not necessarily an off-season they're going to need like a training camp type thing just to get back yeah playing again so I'm wondering how that affect. Like they need that off season time, I think, to kind of recuperate and get better for the next year. So I don't know. I have I have my opinions on starting back up in July and whatnot, but or August, just, whatever. Yeah, I just don't know it. It just and I understand that they're probably not going to cancel the season because of money, um, but it's just whatever they do. I don't think it's going to be good. Like, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it because it's the Flyers playing playoff hockey. But yeah. it's just not going to, I don't know. Like, all of the ideas that I've read, I don't like any of them. Like, could you imagine, I'm sorry, could you imagine if they win the cup and, you know, we're still doing, like, the social distancing thing? Like, that parade's going to suck. Yeah, like, what if they win and we can't go to a parade because everyone's still worried? Like, no, no. Yeah. Or we can't go to games because they're playing all the games in front of empty arenas. Like, yeah, it's whole, just not. No, I agree. So here's the thing. Would you rather them lose if they have to play in front of no fans and we get no parade, you know, no no Stanley Cup, uh, you know, everyone's in the streets going crazy? Or would you rather them wait till next year and win the Cup and do all that? They win the cup in both scenarios, but this year they would, you know, you can't do any of the fun stuff. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I would rather wait till next year, right? Yeah. And there is no reason to believe that this team won't be as good next year as they have been this year. Because, I mean, frankly, it took them a little bit to turn it on this season. So everyone's coming back. 
yeah, now they've turned it on and uh, they can just ride it into next season. Yeah. I just don't I just don't want the Flyers first cup since the 70s to be yeah, but yeah. it wasn't a real playoffs or yeah, but you didn't have to play the hard teams cuz the seating was all like I just don't want it to be that. I and it agree. absolutely would be if they won. No yeah, one would you'd shut have up about like it. Pittsburgh and Boston fans all over the place and oh shit. My God. It's like we don't Forever. need that. Come on. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't need that. And this team's good enough to do it with the, you know, with the regular standings and seedings and all that. I really think so. I, really I was do. one. I was. I was. I listened to your uh, your podcast from the other day, and you know, <laughs> you. I think you said something about some fans being delusional. And I'm one of those delusional fans. Like I, I was on board for this team winning a cup this year. Um, not. I mean, if you go down the standings, like they can beat anybody. The only yeah. team I didn't want them to play was Tampa Bay, and the Islanders, who were looking like they weren't going to make the playoffs towards the end there. Um, but like if if the you know if the Bruins took out Tampa Bay. In a seven-game series with the Bruins, if, you know, I felt confident if they could sneak out a win or two. You know, we're watching like these series now on TV with like the Penguins. Like, who would have thought the Penguins would have went? Uh, the Flyers would have went up three nothing on the Penguins that year, right? Right. So anything can happen. That's the absolute best part of the playoffs. Yeah. It's like a completely blank slate. Nothing matters from before. And I do. I honestly believe that the flyers could have gotten to the eastern conference final and the west is so bad this year that like whoever ends up from the west is probably not going to be that great of a hockey team unless you i mean like the blues or the avs yeah those, those are the two teams the that came the best two teams. and but, they like they like match up with the flyers i wouldn't say they're outright better than them you know no i mean they hung pretty well with the avs in the games they played with them this yeah. season um the Blues, I feel like, are a really similar team mm-hmm. to the Flyers. I feel like they could beat them. It's just, I don't know. As the season went on, I am the kind of person who, like, October 1, I'm like, yeah, the Flyers are going to win the Cup this season. Like, that's yeah. that's how I go into it. Me too. And I, you know, you drop off a little bit when things go poorly during the season or if injuries happen or whatever. But this season, I kind of just felt like this is a good hockey team. Yeah. They're and- really good. The fun part is like they be they got better as the season went on, mm-hmm. and for me, like that's kind of something I look for throughout a, a, a season. Like, cause you go in with, you know, usually pretty high expectations, and my expectations this year they weren't. I didn't really expect anything. I wanted to see the growth, right? And you know, there were some bumps. I think uh, they came out and they beat New Jersey for nothing, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, the Flyers are fun again and whatnot," and. uh you know, they go on the West Coast trip and they get their butts whooped a little bit and everyone's flipping out. And first couple, maybe the first two months of the season, they had some uh, some bumps in the road and kind of got their shit together after after uh, Christmas during December. And it was like a steady, uh, steady in, uh, incline. Yeah, they were fun that's, to watch. that's what's frustrating is that they were peaking at exactly the right time. I think so, too. Like all, all year long, because like, even even when they were winning games, like they were winning two in a row, losing a game, two in a row, losing a game, but they were still climbing towards the top of the standings. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing left for for anyone that had any doubt was, yeah, but they haven't been on a significant winning streak all year. And then the next thing you know, they go out and win nine straight. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, but now the season's got to stop. It's like, fuck. Yeah. We can't, we can't have nice things ever. <laughs> we can't, man. And, like, this season was so fucked, like, with Lindblom, uh, who else? Uh, Patrick didn't play all year, and I'm missing one guy. 
Uh, if you're a Moran JVR fan, Moran got hurt. JVR, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sam. Yeah. I know. I know you guys like Sam Moran, but Sam I gotta Moran be honest. He's is a, my. He's... I, I didn't like him when they drafted him. Yeah. I never liked him. I don't think he. I don't even think of him as like on this team. To be honest. No. Now he could be like a seventh D guy, maybe. You know what I like about him is he could toss some guys around. I he don't is, know if. He, yeah, that's what I like. Um, he's got that going for him. Yeah, but as far as like a mainstay in the lineup, uh, probably not. Um, if he could be a guy that can call up from the Phantoms and be serviceable, you know what I mean? That'd be pretty solid, which sucks because he was a first-round pick, but, you know, it is what it is now. I wonder uh, if he would clear if they tried to send him down. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine. I mean, two, two ACL surgeries, I mean, who would pick him up? Yeah, that's the thing, and he hasn't played in forever. Yeah. Yep. And you know what's kind of... um interesting about this i mean there's not really any news coming out but like nobody's asking about nolan patrick anymore no one's asking yeah. like what's going on with oscar Lindblom? like how's he doing with all this you know yeah i uh, mean i would imagine that no one can like he can't get near anybody oh yeah that's true he's got to be like super isolated because when they did the team picture you could see that he was obviously in the middle of some like heavy duty chemo stuff yeah. He looks good, but he, you know, no hair, all that stuff. But I would imagine that he can't risk. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, with all the social, uh, mm-hmm. wow, God forbid. And, like, nobody knew if anybody had it on the team at that point. That would have been, yeah. been sad, man. But was he in the team photo? Because I saw he was in pictures. But was he in the actual team picture? Because I didn't see him in it. I think that they took one that had... I don't know if it was like just a test photo or something, but it had like a guy standing in for Moran and Limblom wasn't in it. Oh, but okay. I think I think the final one had the both of them. Okay. In it, I think. I mean, if I when they first showed the uh the one that didn't have a minute, um we had a little freak out in the Broad Street Hockey Slack chat about like how the fuck are they leaving Limblom out of this photo? And I'm like, if he's not in it, it's because he didn't want to be. Oh, like, man. there's no way they would tell him he can't be in the photo. But, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you were going through that and you looked horrible and you felt like you looked horrible and you didn't feel like yourself, maybe you don't want that so, moment you in your life. You don't want to be remembered like that. Yeah, like, you just don't want to be Makes in the sense. photo. But I think he was in the final one. Okay. Because yeah, I saw him in pictures and whatnot, but... yeah. Somebody mentioned that he wasn't in the big one. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of odd. And I, I didn't think the Flyers told him, hey, you can't be any. You know, you got yeah, cancer. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> He's not actually but it... on the team right now. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, you know Patrick what? Patrick seems to be fucking fine. Yeah, he's got to be loving life right now, right? He's not being forced to do anything. I keep seeing, like, I don't have, like, Instagram or anything like that. So I just see what people show me. And there was, like, a video of him, like, riding a small bicycle. <laughs> he's like doing exactly what he wanted to do all year long yeah i know like that but i think we have a similar opinion of nolan patrick so it's fine yeah. um there's no one loving, loving his life right now no hockey to play gets to ride <laughs> bike maybe gets to go fishing by himself who knows yeah wearing dumb socks and shoes the kid's got a real strange aesthetic i can't yeah. understand it but it might just be because i'm old I think um, he's kind of an awkward dude if, if I mean, just from what I've seen in, like, interviews yeah. and stuff, I think, he, I mean, he's just a kid still, too, which you gotta remember, but, I don't know, he, I think he might be, like, socially awkward, my He opinion. might be. 
he's either he's either socially awkward or on the other side he's like one of these people who just doesn't want to talk to anybody because they're like not worth their time oh wow yeah it could be yeah because he he kind of i just have a theory that about these kids that are super good when they're young yeah and get a bunch of praise heaped on them and no one ever tells them no and they get to do whatever they want and they're like the most popular person everywhere they go Mm -hmm. that generally turns people into shitty adults like it's not a a great way for someone to grow up unless you have like super grounded parents or something that are kind of keeping you level-headed and i just think that maybe nolan patrick you know was told forever that he is the best and he never really had to try that hard to be the best because he just had the raw talent yeah i would agree with that he's just kind of that guy which, like you said, he's very young. He's probably going to hopefully grow out of that. Because I think, I'm sure every 19-year-old in the NHL is like a little cocky shit. Because they're 19 years old and they're a professional athlete. They make yeah. millions of dollars a year. They're going to be little shits. But they usually grow out of it. Like, Drew. I mean, he's grabbing cops' asses. He's playing, like, beer pong with his broken wrists and stuff. Like, he's, you know. Invincible. He kid. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I don't. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. Part of me. I, I wonder if Nolan Patrick is going to play for this team again. I said the same thing, and I got destroyed. Like, how can you say that? He's number two overall pick. And, like, yeah, I, I get all that. But, like, I don't have any sense that he's going to play. And, you know, the reports that come out or that were coming out, and I don't mean to be, you know, talking about Nolan Patrick. I don't know if this is, like, depressing or maybe it'll piss some people off. Like the re- the reports that were coming out like, were he's skating. Oh, he's skating with the team. Oh, he's turning on the Jets a little bit today. But like, is there any contact? Is he actually practicing? Like, what is he actually doing? And then it like, seemed like towards the end, he was kind of moving towards doing real practice. Hmm. But I don't know if he ever actually got there. See, and then like my thing with that is, like, why couldn't he do real practicing? Like, why couldn't he? If he wasn't going to be physical, like, why couldn't he turn the Jets on? Like, why couldn't he uh, participate in tough practices or whatever? Because I don't yeah. think he was doing any of that. I think he was just kind of skating around from from what I could see or what I read. I don't know. I have my yeah. opinions on Patrick, but I don't want to piss anybody off that listens. I uh, don't generally say them out loud for some reason. <laughs> I just don't want to get yelled at um, by other people and Steph Driver, who is technically my boss, and she loves Nolan Patrick, so I can't say anything bad about him <laughs> in front of her. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I, even before this happened, I did not have an incredibly positive view of Nolan Patrick. So he yeah. hasn't done anything to make me like him more. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Like, I don't really fall in love with players like I used to, like when I was growing up. So, like, I, I was never like, I don't want to say that I was never a Nolan Patrick fan because I think, and tell me if this makes sense, I'm more of like a Flyers fan than a Nolan Patrick fan, you know? No, I totally get that. So, like, if he did well, obviously I'd root for him and I would like him, but uh, he hasn't really. He's kind of just been there for me. I mean, I guess he's shown very small flashes of what he could be, but nothing that's like, oh, we need this guy to stick around. We really need him to work out. I'm like, where do, where do you guys see? Where do you get that from? 
I know he was a second overall pick. That's your argument. But what has he done that shows you he's going to he's going to play hockey here? Yeah, that's the thing. It's at some point I'm the same way. I don't get attached to players um, until they are core to the team. Like I'm attached yeah. to Sean Couturier. I would not want him to be traded. That would fucking suck. Yeah. But um, like that whole like my son thing that people do with like the young players. <sighs> I don't. Like, I don't really get, I get attached sometimes to the idea of what they could become. Like, I really like Morgan Frost, and I hope that he is on this team at some point. But, like, I'm not going to cry if he's traded. I would just be a little bit like, oh, I would have liked to see what happened here. But with Patrick, like, I understand that people don't want to give up on high draft picks, like, pretty much ever. Um, But... I also feel like with that pick in particular, it's not like we really earned the second overall pick. Like, it's not like we had to suffer, right. although that that season was pretty shitty. But they got lucky. Like, it was a lucky thing that happened to them, of course, because it's the Flyers in, like, one of the weakest drafts mm-hmm. that, you know, for a while there. And so they they took the kid that you had to take it to. Like, the Devils made the pick for us. And, you know, if he doesn't work out here, I think it's okay because it's, you know, it was a a lucky draw. We gave it a shot. Didn't get a winner. That's it. And even if, so like, and I know I said this on on my show and I had you on a couple weeks back. Seems like forever ago now. Like, okay, I understand that you can't just get rid of Patrick for nothing. But I'm not opposed to trading him for, like, a position of need. You know, like, if you need... Let's say a uh, a legit uh, third line. I don't know, maybe defensive minded center, or if you need uh, a good PK guy, or and and get some like picks back, like maybe a second and a third, something like that. I'm not opposed to moving Patrick for what's perceived to be less than he's worth, you know? Yeah. Because um, this guy may never play for you again. Number one, and number two, if he does play for you, what's he going to put? I mean, what's he going to be? You know, he's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see a spot for him on the roster, especially with Frost coming up and whatnot. You got some other yeah. guys, but he's probably one of your, I, I guess, higher assets based off potential, right? Yeah. Like the but. ceiling is there because like you said, he has shown the flashes. Mm-hmm. Like he can be good in the NHL, but he's going to have to work hard for that success yeah. to come consistently. And from what I understand, he's not, the hardest worker. Um, like, I that's feel like not... if he was Russian, like we would hear a whole lot about how he wow, is a hardest point. worker. Um, and that's also, really I kind point. of feel like at this point, they probably made a mistake by not giving him a bunch of AHL time. Like he probably should have played with the Phantoms for a few years before yeah. they brought him up. And I think that he's probably going to have to. Play I hope with he does. Phantoms. I mean, at this point, I would keep him down there for like at least till Christmas. Um, he would he would to need to light it up down there in order to come up for for me anyway like like yeah. a point per game type player you know because he should be way better than those guys down there right and he would have to earn his spot back onto the team at least like, same for, as Frost really right yeah because at this point Frost deserves to be on the Flyers more than Nolan Patrick because Frost has played in NHL games in the last season you know yeah just just based off that for me. Frost deserves to be on the Flyers more than Patrick. I mean, the only reason 
Patrick is on the Flyers is because he was uh, the number two overall pick, right? And the Flyers roster was such shit when they drafted him. Right. Other, otherwise, if he was drafted to this team, he'd, he'd probably uh, be with the Phantoms this year. You're right. Yeah. And it probably would have done him some good, but oh well. Yeah. I think he's going to he's gonna have to get used to riding the bus a little bit, I think, once he comes back. Which I think probably... he, he needs to. I think maybe that would shake him up a little bit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. damn, I don't want to be down here. Like, sometimes when it's almost like a punishment, you know? Well, if you don't want to be down there, then this is what you got to do to come up. And if you right. don't want to do this to come up, then we're going to trade you, you know, somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah. That's not all. hard. No. And okay. Maybe a team with that lack. I know we're talking about Nolan Patrick way too much, but maybe a team <laughs> that lacks like offensive depth would be like, yeah, we'll take on Nolan Patrick for, you know, this. Sure. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah. The other thing that's, I mean, that's kind of fun about this team right now is that like thinking about that, like I would trade. There's not a lot of untouchable guys for me. I would trade most of the roster if it improved the team. But right now, like there's not a ton of holes, like big glaring holes on this team that you absolutely have to start giving up assets to fill. No. Which is no, I, fun. I, I think they're in like the position where if they wanted to add something fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could, you know, like somebody who can put the puck in the net a little bit more than some of the guys they have, or, you know, maybe like a standout top four D or, or something like that. But I think what they did at the trade deadline this year kind of told you like what the GM and coach thought mm-hmm. of the team, like they were coming together at the right time. They didn't want to do anything that would shake up the locker room. They brought in some core, uh, some, um, some depth guys and Thompson and, and Derek Grant, who was playing some pretty damn good hockey since coming he over was a- a really nice surprise. Yeah, like I'll, I'll be honest. Like I only uh, the only reason I knew about Derek Grant was because I saw uh, somebody mention Winnipeg. I'm mean, sorry, somebody mentioned Anaheim, like Cachet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking at the roster and I'm like, you know what? This guy is having a he's having a decent year. He played well last year. He could come over and be serviceable on the fourth line and whatever. And it turned out they needed him on the third line. Plays on the PK. I. I kind of hope they bring him back for another year, you know, next yeah. year just to see. But um, definitely nice additions. Did I leave anybody out? I think they only made two moves, right? No, it was just Grant Thompson. Yeah, but for the most part, this team's in position to have the same roster next year and just make little tweaks again in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the only real worry that I had heading into a playoff series, like the third pair is not great. But then, like, watching that Boston game the other night, the 2010 third pair was a fucking disaster. Like, they were so bad. And they <laughs> did just fine, you know, playing, you know, was that, Krychek, uh, like, two minutes yeah. a night. It's Parent and Krychek. They were terrible. Oh my God. And so I wanted, bad. I wanted Parent to be so good because I got him in the Forsberg trade, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, man, this, this guy should be good because they traded Peter Forsberg for him, and he just was never good. Nope. Lucas Krychek, man. That's another hockey name right there. That is a pretty good name. It also makes yeah. me think of the X-Files. There was somebody on the X-Files whose name was Krychek. Krychek. I might have to sneak that in as a late entry there. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty terrible third pairing. But the team was so good. Like, they could just, you know, they could put me and you out as a third pair and they'd be all right. Yeah, and they were only playing them like three minutes a night. So <laughs> exactly. I can skate for three minutes a night. It's fine. I'll just stay away from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'll do, do like I'll... I did in. 
And uh, NHL 14, and I'll just lay on the ice and swing I was my sticker. Same thing. Yeah, we'll both be laying on the ice <laughs> doing snow angels. Yeah, yeah, try and get around us, fuckers. We'll trip you. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. All right, we're done. Two minutes in the box and just go straight back to the bench. <laughs> uh, just chirp the other team. Say, like, really positive things to your teammates who are actually playing hockey. I'd be great at that. If you were a, play- a Flyers player, which one would you be? Ooh. Um. This connect me came to mind for me when you mentioned chirping. That's why. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think I would be as quick as Konechny. He's like so quick with those chirps. Oh yeah, he is. He's a witty yeah. dude. I would say I would probably be Scott Lawton. I think so too. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, like people would think that I was a heart like a mean bitchy person but actually very nice (laughs) i would say that describes you very well then yes and he's like an underrated guy you know he does all the right things he doesn't get enough credit yeah you know but you could chirp a little bit put the puck in the net a little bit not the fastest guy you're gonna see out there oh nice guy tries hard yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) scotty lawton's over here who would you be I was going to say Scott Lawton, but I'll pick somebody different now. Let me okay. let me think about this for a second. Um, now that now that we're doing this, like I forget every player on the team. That happens to me all the time, and I feel so stupid. I'm like, wait, like I'm not good enough. Again? I'm not good enough <laughs> to be Claude Giroux, but I think like he's kind of chirpy, and like Voracek's kind of chirpy. I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe like even Voracek's too good for me to be. So let's say, let's see, uh, Scott Lawton was my pick. He played with Kevin Hayes. I can't pick Kevin Hayes. I don't know. Throw somebody out there. Kevin Hayes. He's a funny guy, but he's also good at hockey. Like when I played hockey, like, yeah, I was funny, but like I spent most of my time in the box, in the penalty box, you know? I'm not good at hockey, so I wasn't taking that into consideration at all. (laughs) Here's a story. So I played, I played with the same hockey team for like three years and, uh, you know, I was, I was okay. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I was good. Like they, I was on the team because they needed to fill a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what position did you play? Uh, all, like forward. I don't even know. Okay. It was only, it was four on four. It was roller hockey. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, I spent a lot of time in the penalty box for hooking and holding because I wasn't fast and I'm not going to sit here and say I was ever fast, but you know, so I tried to hook, I tried to get away with as much as I could. Um, uh, what else? Uh, so I spent a lot of time in the box. I would score a goal here and there. And like the fourth season comes around and like I'm texting the guys like, hey, you know, who should I send my money to and whatnot? And no text back. I texted <laughs> another guy. <laughs> Did you hey, like, ghost you? <laughs> the entire team. Like they must have had like a group chat. Like, hey, don't tell Jim we're playing again. Because I'm like, oh, I guess we're not playing. And like I'm talking to my brother because my brother's the goalie. I'm, it was like a Sunday. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing today? Oh, we got a game. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, my even my own brother didn't tell me that they were playing again. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, uh, I texted uh, this guy and that guy, and just no one got back. So I'm like, I guess that was my, uh, like, I could take a message. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. I didn't think I was that bad, but apparently I I guess they got tired of playing four on three, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, your hockey team ghosting you leads me into this next thing because i've decided that the one of the things that i'm also going to do on every one of these weird podcasts is i'm asking people um tinder slash bumble opening line questions 
<laughs> because they're horrible. <laughs> so I'm making people ask them. You have a dog, right? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. There you are. That was weird. I got a dog. He's snoring outside the door. Can you hear him? No, I can't. So if there was a movie about your life and they gave the dog a voiceover, which actor would play your dog? Which actor would play my dog? Yeah, who would be the voice of your dog? Well, he's a he's an Italian mastiff, so he's got that big head, that droopy face, mm. that like a young kid kind of droopy face. Now that you're saying this, like it would be it'd be pretty badass if he if he talked like Tom Hardy. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, like uh, like the Bane, but I don't know if he sounds like that. I kind of picture him as having like the hey, what's up, dude? You know, like, how are you doing? Like, we're going for a walk? I, I always I thought of my dog sounding like that, too. Like, just like a big, dumb, yeah, nice person. That's it. But, yeah, I don't know who that... I mean, let me see, because Seth I have Rogen. a list of actors, I think. Seth Rogen? Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> big dummy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Seth Rogen is good. Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I'm going to have to come back to that. If I don't think of it during the show, I'll tweet it to you. Okay. That's a really good question. I'm getting these off of a list where I googled opening questions for dating. Me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Google actors while you ask the next okay. one. Uh, let's see. What is the nerdiest thing about yourself you're willing to admit? That I do a podcast about the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, no, let me let me think. I do a lot of nerdy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Let me. Oh, so here's a here's one that I used to do. I used to collect bobbleheads like when I was younger. There and you now go. I just have have all these boxes of bobbleheads. I'm like, why did I do this? Like, I used to have of... a ton of them and I sold them. You can get some. You can get some cash. That's what I got to do. But like a lot of them are Phillies, like from when they were good. Like I got Ryan Howard and Chase Utley sitting over here, and I'm like, should I sell these? Like they're just. I have a, a bookshelf, like a nice little library looking bookshelf, just filled with bobbleheads and. <laughs> Not, like DVDs was another one. Like when they had the five mm. for five boxes back in the day, I'm like, oh fuck, these are great movies. And now they're just taking up space and they're all on Netflix. Yeah. yeah I got to get rid of all that stuff. So I'll go with bobbleheads. I used to collect okay. bobbleheads. Definitely pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Every I'm time I think the person like, that had Jesus. a bunch <laughs> of bobbleheads. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know at the time I'm like this is fucking cool. Like I like bobbleheads. I'll get a lot of bobbleheads and I got way too much. There was a moment in time where it was like you had to get to the game where they were giving away the bobblehead. Like it was like the hottest ticket of the season yeah. where the bobblehead game. So if you got them, it was like, yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. And that was like the fun part. Like I, I went to a couple games. Like I got the bobblehead. And, and like if you got two, you were like, oh, my God, nobody can see the second one. Like you had to hide it like under your shirt <laughs> or something or like under your seat, you know, because you just felt like someone was going to take it. Um and then, like, for the games that you couldn't make it to, you're like, oh, this is only 30 bucks, 40 bucks? Yeah, that's no problem. And looking back, it's like, damn, you spent 40 bucks on a bobblehead. Right. Yeah. You do dumb things in your 20s. <laughs> that's exactly how old I was, too. Yeah. 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 Like, you just waste money on stupid shit. I think the first paycheck I ever got, uh, I spent on, like, a three or 400 pair of sunglasses. Like, that's how dumb I was. I still have them, but whenever I look at them, I'm like, you are an idiot. Oh, I totally have that beat. So, you know how in college, like, they have, because, com- like, yeah, because of the way things work, 
there's always like somebody selling credit cards to the 18 year old students like <laughs> yeah. in the like where you eat or whatever and i got one and i remember it had like a 500 dollar limit or something ridiculously low or something it was the first credit card i ever had i think the only credit i had was like a cell phone anyway i went out and bought myself a mark recce jersey like immediately which is interesting because now i hate mark recce like i don't know okay so i have a long-standing belief that Mark Recchi is the primary person responsible for getting Bill Barber fired. And I loved Bill Barber as a coach. I thought he was great. I was a big, I was big into the Phantoms. Um, That was kind of like the first hockey that I really got into because the games were super cheap and they were fun to go to. Um, And Bill Barber was the coach of the Phantoms for a long time. And I loved him. They were in Philadelphia too. I forgot. Yeah. When they were in Philly. Yeah. Actually like, some of my favorite moments were there were quite a few times like on a Saturday night when the Flyers would be playing at what was the Wachovia Center at the time and the Phantoms would be at the Spectrum and both games would be sold out and it was just like you know the fucking coolest thing there's like yeah. 40,000 people hanging out watching hockey in one place yeah but um yeah I just really liked Bill Barber I thought he was a very good coach and I thought that Mark Recchi was like a whiny little bitch that got him fired because he was mean. He was a little bit younger during that time, wasn't he, Rex? Yeah, he was. Um, I can look up real quick. It was pro. It was towards the end of his career, but not end end. Like he played more in Pittsburgh after that, I think. Um, Bill Barber, isn't it crazy? That was his only season that he coached, wasn't it? And he won the Jack Adams, and then they fired him the next season. And he never coached again. Nope. That's I, I saw that the other day and I'm like, what is up with that? He yeah. took didn't he take over for somebody? He's definitely got a job in the organization. I don't know what he does. He, uh, let me my computer's being slow now and I want to look something up. Bill Barber. So he took over coaching for somebody when he became the coach, didn't he? Yeah, who was the coach before that? I feel like it was one of those weird guys like Ramsey or, or Nelson or somebody. It might have been Roger Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah, because he was an assistant to start the year and then took over as coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then he, okay, so he, he coached that the rest of that year and then one full season the next year. So a year and a half, basically. That's crazy. I never knew that. I thought he, I thought he was around for like, you know, the usual life expectancy of a Flyers coach, like a couple of years, three, oh. four years. No, he was but, a quick one. But I I distinctly remember that the leadership core of that Flyers team, like, openly complaining in the press about him. And I think it was because he was, like, one of those coaches that didn't take any shit that players generally don't like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I just decided way back then that I hated Mark Recchi, and I've never gotten over it. I loved it. He led the he led the team in points that year. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I, I mean, but go go back to your um the part where you bought his jersey. Like, was did you buy like an official like two hundred dollar jersey? Yeah, I yeah I that's how you went the do whole it. way. Because yeah. of course I'm like, well, I've got five hundred free dollars here and no job, <laughs> so I might as well go ahead and just buy a fucking Flyers jersey. That crushes the sunglass purchase, though. Like, if you had to choose, like, do you want a cool pair of, like, stupid Prada sunglasses that you're probably going to smash and destroy, or do you want a fucking Flyers jersey? 
I would pick Flyers jersey every day. You're a more young person than I was. I had no idea what I was doing. Now, my buddy was like, oh, you want to go buy sunglasses? Because like, he was all into like, you know, you had to get the name brand this and that. And I'm like, yeah, sure, absolutely. I, I want to look cool. So I went and bought like the dumbest looking like, I, I don't even remember. They were like Pro, like Prada. I don't even know if they still have that, that store in the mall, like Prada and the Dolce Gabbana sunglasses. Like, could you picture me wearing that shit? No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I had. You know what's even crazier is I went back and bought another pair. Like, so dumb, that is man. impressive. I, like, I wonder what it's like to have that kind of money now. Like, when you have a house and a and a mortgage and bills, oh, I'll just go spend three hundred bucks on a pair of shades. Jackass. Yeah. No, I just, I just when you get older, you just realize that like, who the fuck cares what brand your glasses are? <laughs> I. Glasses on zenny.com. These were like $12. Yeah, that's how much mine are. I go to CVS now. Like, it's so different. Like, when you're younger, like, you go to the mall to buy sunglasses. Now, when I go to CVS to pick up, like, a fucking prescription, I'm like, oh, I'll buy a pair of sunglasses while I'm here, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then you lose them, so who cares? Exactly. Not as bad. Zenny.com, you said, right? I'm going to check that out. Yeah, you got to check that out. They have, like, tons of glasses, and they're actually, I mean, like, they're plastic, but... I can see fine with them. Like they're super cheap. Yeah, I'm either gonna lose them or I'm gonna break them somewhere. So you know. Yeah, cheap. like I've had these though for like three or four years, and they're I mean, totally fine. Yeah, they're um, I like them. Thank you. Okay, I don't think I'm gonna ask you any more dumb Tinder questions. Okay. Because they're well, my my answers were not good. No, they were excellent. Oh, okay. Although you did say you were, did you look up actors to change your dogs? I was, but I ended up looking up Bill Barber things. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Up actors. Greatest actors of all time. I think if he did, (laughs) like if he talked like Robert De Niro, that'd be kind of cool. That would be fun. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. That would work. Hey, what are you doing over here? Before a walk or what? I'm walking over here. <laughs> You're gonna fuck up. Can I take a piss today or what? You're gonna let me out. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that, that's yeah, a good I'll one. That, yeah. Stick with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask you one more dumb question. All right. What's one thing you would bring with you to a deserted island? I guess to a deserted island. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Probably like another person. Yeah, right? Cool. I can I can do that, right? I don't see why not. I'd bring a person. I'd bring Kelly. Oh, nice. You know, Me, Kelly, yes. or a different one? <laughs> <laughs> you and we could just be stuck together, just doing podcasts from a deserted island. Yeah, we could just like make fake microphones out of coconuts and just pretend <laughs> to podcast about the flyers. <laughs> yeah. I think if, if I'm allowed to bring another person, yeah, I'd bring another person and then that would be easy. Yeah. Your poor dog, though. Your dog's outside the door like, oh, fuck this guy. He wouldn't take me to the (laughs) island. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? You're not going to take me? (laughs) (laughs) Who would you take? Your mobster dog. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking guy over here. I like this. I'm glad that we ended up with your dog in the mafia. That's a good place. <laughs> a good place to end this ridiculous, like this random ass podcast I'm doing. Company during the quarantine can't even take me to the island. 
Yeah, he's still sleeping. I can hear him snoring. I was worried that you could hear him through the microphone. That's how loud it is. Oh, no, I can't. It's pretty yeah. funny, though. He's a good dog, yeah. I'm going to take him for a nice walk after this. What's his name? Did I ask you his name? His name's Odin. I was really into... um. I was with the, an ex-girlfriend at the time, and we were watching... Did you ever watch Vikings on... I think it's on Amazon now. No, show. but I've heard it's good. Yeah, check it out. It's a good show. So I wanted to name him uh, Luch after Lucky Luciano, you know, because he's an Italian mm-hmm. dog. And I thought it would go, but, you know, my ex-girlfriend at the time was like, oh, why don't we name him Odin? And, you know, it fits him more than Luch does, I think. So yeah. good decision. So his name's Odin. It's a good name. Yeah, he's, you know, he's a pretty big dog. He's like 135, 140 pounds, and he looks that like an Odin. Cool. Yeah. yeah. A big you dog needs to have a, a Viking big, name. Yeah, and I like Vikings, so I thought, you know, it fits him. And everybody has, everybody has a dog named Thor these days, I feel like, you know, because of the superhero movie or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got any pets? I have one cat. I used to have another cat and a dog. But they died, unfortunately. My dog was the best dog in the history of the world. His name was Homer. Ah, Homer, that's a good name. He was a yellow lab. And he was just like the chillest, friendliest dog. And he went everywhere with me. And he was like super nice. Labs are really good. Yeah. At some point, I'll get another dog. I just haven't felt ready for it yet. How long ago was this? It was a while ago. It was maybe like five years ago he died. Okay. I have this weird thing where I worry that if I get another dog, the new dog won't be as good as Homer, and then I will resent the new dog for not being as good as Homer, so I haven't gotten a new dog. It's like a very stupid line of thought, but... No, I get it, like, because uh, Odin's life expectancy is like 10 years, and he's mm. he's going to be six in August, and for like, ever since he was two, like, and I think just this might say a lot about the way that I think, like, since he was two, I'm like, oh my god, he's one more year towards 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now that he's six, I'm like, oh, my God, he only has four more years. And, like, I don't need to think that way, number one, because it just makes me panic. But I'm like, what if I get him another dog to hang out with? Or what if I breed him and, like, I take in a puppy or whatever? You know, after, you know, four more years, well, I look at this puppy and be like, you know, Odin was better than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like... uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'll get another dog. I'm sure at some point after Odin I, I will, but yeah. yeah, I think I'm like you. It'll take me a couple years. I think it's pretty normal. I wonder yeah, if people I think th- like this with kids. Like I wonder if people have one kid and they're like, I don't know if I want to have another kid. What if I don't like that one? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened with me. <laughs> like I got a I got a younger brother and a younger sister, and I my brother like gets all like, today's his birthday, by the way. So I doubt you're listening, Polly, but if you're listening, happy birthday. Um He's definitely the mama's boy. He's definitely the favorite. And I know, like, sometimes he looks at me. He's like, oh, Jim gets everything. But I'm like, do you not see that you're so much more loved than I am? Um, and my <laughs> sister, my sister's smart. She's super smart. So I can understand why they love her more. But it, it's so funny, like, how, uh, you know, the younger siblings get all the love. But I, I wonder if that's true. And I, I don't think my mom sees it. Like, I'll point it out to her and I'll be funny. I'm like, I know, like, you do love Polly more. You just don't see it. She's like, no, nah, I love all you. It's the same, blah, blah, blah. She cracks me up. Yeah. I'm the oldest too. I get it. It's yeah, like, so you, you, because you have like a little that you don't remember because you're a baby, like a little moment in time where like, you are definitely your parents' favorite thing in the entire <laughs> world. And then the new ones come and they're like, well, that one's fine. We don't yeah. need to fuck with so her you, anymore. You, you get it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that. Like, you do remember a time where it was like, oh, you love me. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like the new one comes around. It's like, all right, like, I get it. Like, you're her, you're hers now or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just do yeah. my own thing over here. Like, but mm-hmm. I, I wonder also, like, like, if it created, like, more of an independence or whatever, because... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but I just feel more independent than my brother and my sister. I've thought over sense. it a lot with my therapist, Jim. <laughs> I can tell you that there are apparently some things that happen with the oldest sibling that like, <laughs> like I generally feel like I have to take care of people. Yeah, that's how and I, that I think it's because I felt like I had to take care of these other little people. Like even with this whole quarantine quarantine thing going on, like, Again, not saying anything bad about my brother and my sister, but, like, my mom and my dad are, like, going out for stuff. And I think my dad's in his 60s. My mom's in her – she's going to be 60, I think. And I'm, like, my sister's just hanging around on the laptop and whatnot. I'm, like, and, like, you're, like, healthy as fuck. Like, you know, why don't you put on a mask and go out and get some stuff? You know what I mean? And she's, like, oh, mom and dad are already going out for stuff. I'm, like, like, if I was home, like, uh, like, I think I'm considered – uh immune compromised or even if i'm not i don't want to mm. take any chances with that shit because i don't need to be in any more hospitals you know what i mean no yeah. so like when i when i go over and i see what my brother and my sister are doing i'm like you guys like you're not like the kids anymore like you guys are adults you know uh, i don't yeah. know yeah boggles my mind because i would be if i was there i'd be the guy going out and getting everything you know putting on, I, I have no problem wearing fucking gloves at the supermarket i know people are disgusting so I'd be I'd be there with the gloves and the mask and whatnot, and I'd be getting all the shit. Give me a list, Same. I'll get it. You know? Yeah, because I'm still in Halifax, and I Skype my parents every day, and like forbid them to leave the house. I'm like, you can't leave the house. Yeah. If you would like me to order your groceries, I will order your groceries, but you cannot leave the house. Yeah. And my sister, I mean, both of my sisters, in their defense, just had babies, so there two of them are like tied up with baby oh, shit, so they can't be taking care of my parents. But I do like worry endlessly about oh, wow. how everyone's doing yeah i know it's, it's a burden but i think it makes us better people yeah i mean that's just yeah that's the kind of people that we are I, I i like to think that like maybe like we're like i'm sure they have like the type a type whatever the fuck but mm-hmm. i guess like you know when shit hits the fan i'm i guess i'm the kind of person that's like all right this is what we got to do this is this is how we're going to do it you know what i mean mm-hmm. but yep. whatever i don't want to get too too grammar whatever there no, it's not grim. It was important for the people listening to the show to know that you and I are extremely good people. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, likely better than out. them. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're probably better than you, the yeah. person listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, I'm going to wrap this up because I have kept you now for over an hour. So tell the people where they can find you. So I'm on Twitter at Jim Ike HW. Uh, if you'd like, you can go over and can I can I share the other one? Oh can yeah, sh- absolutely. Plug all your shit. Oh cool. Head on over to High and Wide. We're at HW underscore radio underscore. I always get my balls busted for the underscores. <laughs> um, I put out a couple articles recently for Puck Pros. They're a fan sided site. Uh, yeah, check out some of those articles. Let me know what you think because I like I like um. God damn, why can't I think of the word now? I like feedback, whether it's mm-hmm. you know, negative or, or constructive. Don't give me negative feedback. Give me constructive feedback. Yeah, don't uh, just be a dick. If it's, yeah. if it's bad, you got to say why it's bad and how it can be better. Don't just tell them that it sucks. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I like that. Yeah, that stuff's good. So give me constructive feedback. If you like it, you know, let me know if you like it too. That's always fun. And yeah, thank you. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. This was fun. Yeah, I want to do this again. This was a lot of fun. I always have fun talking to you, Kelly. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I so have fun talking to you too. Whenever you want to have me on, let me know. Okay. Will do. It was fun. Thanks. All right, everybody. Go Flyers.